This podcast is sponsored by Podbean. Podbean is the easiest way to create your own podcast. We use Podbean to host Taryn Ryan's Princess Diaries. Download the free Podbean podcast app to start, record, and publish your very own podcast in minutes. Podbean provides everything you need to run your podcast, and you can record and publish episodes directly from the app on your phone. Download the free Podbean app today. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N. Head on over to Podbean at www.podbean.com and use the code PODCAST21 for your first 30 days of podcast hosting for free. Check it out! Well, hello, scary tale friends. Welcome to the podcast that's guaranteed to lift your spirits. So sit back, relax, and get ready to trick or treat yourself. It's Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. <laughs> hello, fairy tale friends, and welcome to a Tara and Ryan's princess diaries mini tale uh you may be asking yourself why did i just hear the spooky halloween intro (laughs) and that's because it's our podcast and we'll put halloween an extra week if we want to (laughs) and so we did and today we are doing new to disney plus uh uh muppets haunted mansion yes um what what did you think before going into this, like, what was your expectation? So, I haven't seen a lot of the new Muppet stuff. Mm-hmm. I haven't really seen the new Muppet show or kind of anything that they've done. Uh, but I was really looking forward to it because I wanted, like, a feel-good Muppet movie. And that's what it was. It made yes. me laugh. Uh, there were lots of good cameos from characters, and it did all the things that I've enjoyed about Muppet movies in the past. I I think this was, I think this was some of the better new Muppet stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I I enjoyed it, um, but I, I my I think like. I think this is us. This is our first step into eventually we will do Muppet stuff, mm-hmm. whether it's like. Really old, like, 70s, 80s Muppet stuff, kind of the newer 90s and early 2000s, and then, like, maybe some of the new stuff. We'll see. We've recently recorded our Treasure Planet episode. So and we will be doing Muppets Treasure Island. Muppets Treasure Island. Island. <laughs> More Muppets are coming down the way. And because of that, we wanted to also focus this time a little bit more on Haunted Mansion stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this... When, when, you've been on the... Disney I've been on the World. Disney World version. I've never been to Disneyland. Same. And the my memories of it are from when I'm younger. I don't know that the last time I was there that I went on it. I may have, but I, I don't have any vivid memories. I have them more of when I was younger. It is probably probably my one of like top three Disney rides. Yeah, I remember it being one of my favorites as a child, yes. for sure. Uh, I, I love its good like mix of genuinely genuinely creepy mm-hmm. but still like fun and it's like like i'm not someone who likes to watch horror movies i'm not one of those guys like oh, i love to be scared you know me yeah i hate to be scared i hate it i have i have come to enjoy scary movies later on in life yes. i never watched them as a kid and now i'm getting into the halloween movies that yeah well. and a couple other um films that are more like thrillers oh well, we watched we watched the thing and you liked the thing i liked the thing it it i 
yeah, I, it's just, I like watching scary movies the second time. Mm-hmm. The first time I just sit there and I get so anxious, I just, I hate it. Yeah. Um, but the Haunted Mansion has never been like that for me. Do you have a section of the Haunted Mansion that's like maybe your favorite part that you remember, or like a particular ghost that you're like, oh, I love the, uh, this ghost? Or... So as, a, I don't really remember, my memories are hazy but we did watch a ride through we did before we started disneyland and it was a recent one because they were all wearing masks so it was a ride through that is happening currently so like the most recent version it was not the nightmare before christmas overlay we've talked about that before it was not uh i really like madame leota a lot i I do like i always really liked her um she's one that i do remember from a child but i also think I really love the singing busts, too. I like the stretching room a lot. Mm. And I kind of... Rem- like I feel like every time I see something for it, I remember it. The gargoyles that are like holding the two candles, the, the weird bat creatures that are looking oh, over. Oh, yeah. Are those, gar- those are actually grotesques. We talked about yes, that. I'm yeah, sorry. The excuse me. Oh, that's talked okay. Talked about that in Hunchback. <laughs> um, but those those grotesques, like, I really remember those guys. And they like have this weird... like latched on place in my memory but i don't remember what they're from until i say I'm like oh yeah those are from the haunted mm, mansion yeah um and of course i love the grim grinning ghosts song oh yeah I, it's i mean it's so good um so i've got a few little uh facts about haunted mansion yeah. there are so this this ride is so steeped in lore that is like actual lore in the in the ride and also mm-hmm. like people have created stories and kind of like there's rumors and, and this, that, and the other. Um, it actually came out. It was, it, it, there were uh, ideas for it ranging all the way back to 1951 and possibly before okay. then when it was just like, here's our first map of Disneyland and idea. And there was like a crooked walkway up to like haunted ride. Mm-hmm. And they kind of, you know, there were so many ideas pitched for a while. There was an idea where it was called the museum of the weird and it was a walk around thing. And that's kind of a, interesting lore to that because i think raleigh crump was the name of the imagineer who worked on that and he had all these weird drawings of like a man made of melted candle wax and Mm. like a a chair that had like eyes on it and things like that all this weird stuff and then that kind of went away um and then it actually didn't open with the park it didn't open until 1969 and when did the park open 67 i believe okay no Maybe before that, maybe sixty five. I'm not exactly sure. I'll look that up. While you look that trying. up. Um, I don't have a whole. Here's the thing. There's so much like, I think a lot of my facts are going to be about characters, and we'll just go through the the movie, the show, because the movie. 1955. 1955. July seventeenth, nineteen fifty five. The happiest place on earth. Why did I think it wasn't until the sixties? I was way off. I'm sorry. Um, there's theme park nuts on listening to this right now who are so angry at me when we like the theme parks but this is more of an animation and movie ride and i think people get confused with that when they listen because i feel like you have to be a a theme park junkie to be be like disney nowadays and i think i think this is a good place to give some shout outs to other podcasts who have talked about the haunted mansion in detail can you name one uh, podcast the ride. No, they haven't because every year they go and they do a little. There, it's a multi-year series, <laughs> and I think they've only made it in the three years they've done it to Madame Leota's oh, room. Well, like it's going go. to be for years, so it's yeah. going to take a while. It's very in depth. But they go in depth, is what I mean. Too in depth, yes. one might say. Uh, um, also, I believe 
on Carly Wiesel, I've mentioned it before, um, very amusing. I don't know that she talks about the Haunted Mansion ride specifically, but she does have an episode on hauntings that um, she has gotten stories about, um, you know, strange and spooky things that happen in the parks that people who have worked there. So that's not Haunted Mansion specific. I think there's one, I think there's a ghost in the mansion. Yeah, so that's not necessarily Haunted Mansion specific, but I highly recommend listening to that episode because it was really interesting. Well, if if that's up your alley. Did you know that in 2018, there was a big report that Disneyland and Disney World had become a hot spot where people like to spread ashes and the oh, haunted no. mansion was the one and was like, the one. Oh, you get like they prosecute. It's big trouble, right? It's not just kicked out of the park. Like it's well, I mean, I'm pretty sure you can get in like legal. Yes, it's trouble illegal if, to do that. Yeah, if you just spread ashes, like a lot of people will spread them in the ocean and things like that, and you're technically not supposed to do that either. And if somebody of law enforcement sees you, I think you can be. In trouble for that, so I would imagine spreading ashes on Disney property. I feel would like, be like even more. If I intense. was a, if I was an Imagineer, I would play up the whole thing about people keep spreading ashes on the haunted mansion. Yeah, and then I'd add something that just went poof and just shot out talcum powder every once in a while. <laughs> so just so people go, oh no, what was that? Because <laughs> uh, I'm awful. Um. But I, we, there were a couple questions I had while we were watching the ride through and I should have written them down because you were like, oh, I have that in my notes and now I don't remember what specific questions. Oh, the voice. Who is the voice of the narration? That is Paul Freeze, and we'll the get host. a little bit more into the ghost host because I think that was like yeah. Will Arnett's character in this. Yeah. Paul Freeze, he was posthumously uh, dubbed a Disney legend. He did the voices of Boris Badenoff on Rocky and Bullwinkle. He was cast. He was in the Hobbit animated film, Flight of Dragons, The Last Unicorn, Frosty the Snowman, Mm. a bunch of the Rankin and Bass things. He did Pillsbury Pillsbury Doughboy for a while. Oh, interesting. In those commercials. Um, Yeah, he uh, he was a very big voice actor in that. But I think I I remember him from this. Um, There's a couple other things i wanted to go into and then we'll just i think we should start the actual show a bit let's not spoil too much okay but um also there are two other there's a couple other versions if you're if actually if this comes out in november you've already our ghost bracket has already gone through but there's a couple other versions in there uh the phantom manor is the one in paris which has a whole different story oh, about okay. like a railroad baron or something like they don't have the ghost host they have the phantom mm. Um, and then the Mystic Manor is really far removed from the Haunted Mansion. Is I think this there's in Disney Sea. That's in a uh, Hong Kong Disney, I believe. Oh, okay. And it is very cool, and we should watch a ride through because I don't think we're ever going to get to Hong Kong Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really cool, but it's 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 it you you wouldn't ever think it was like a sequel to the Haunted Mansion or anything, but it's definitely like adjacent to the Haunted Mansion because okay. it's basically like. This man collects weird artifacts, and then this there's like a magic music box that brings them all to life. So there's like ghostly things happening. Oh, that's a cool but story. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, we'll watch it after this. It's very cool. Yeah, I'm, am I confusing Tower of Terror with Disney Sea? Uh, is that the one a, that it's there's different? A, yes, the, the okay. Tower of Terror and Disney Sea is that's like. That's what I was thinking was haunted, so I'm switching them in my they're brain. very similar. Um, but there was Guillermo del Toro was attached to do a, a movie at one point. As we all know, there's the 2003 Eddie Murphy movie, mm-hmm. which I heard was not good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I know anybody who's actually watched it. 
Um, but Guillermo del Toro was attached at one point to do a n- different movie that he wanted to focus on the Hatbox Ghost. Oh, okay. And right now there's one in production and casting it right now are Tiffany Haddish. Haddish. Haddish, I uh, think. Lakeith Stanfield, who is in Get Out and some, uh, he's in Knives Out. Uh, Owen Wilson and Rosario Dawson. I'm into that cast. I'm interested to see what it is because apparently it's like uh, Lakeith is, I think, the main person. He was like, he's like a psychic who's lost faith like or oh, like a medium okay. who doesn't believe in it anymore or something. That's just the rumors. Um, but yeah, that's what I've got just kind of as a quick intro to the Haunted Mansion. Uh, we're going to ask everybody to share their Haunted Mansion stories. Yeah, listeners, <laughs> please, yeah, share your memories, share your stories. Yes. If you ever had the ride break down and you got to do a walk-off on they the ride. They do a joke in this about About the, that, yeah. Uh, and let's talk about this. This feels like, this is really, um, they, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? This this is really like a love letter to people who love the Muppets. Yes, and, and a, who love Haunted the Mansion. The Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm, like, it's, mm-hmm. it's such a weird cross-section of detail. Like, yeah. they've got the wallpaper, but the it's wallpaper so is redone like the Muppets. Yeah, there are so many things that I'm like, oh, the merchandise is going to be great. And I'm, I think they've already come out with some things that right. are Muppet Haunted Mansion. So now, I, I didn't want to look until we watched it. So now I'm going to start looking stuff up to see what's out there. And, and it's 50 minutes. Like you, It's quick. Like, yeah. if I were you, pause this and go watch it and come back. Yeah, if you're a fan of either really one of those, great. you're going to enjoy it. We're going to try not to spoil it too much, but... Obviously, if you don't want to be spoiled at all, I would say watch it and then come back to us to listen. But um, it opens, and I will say, I like that they put this at the beginning uh, that for photosensitive viewers. So there are lights and patterns and things like that, that potentially if you had um, an issue with any of that, you know, that could trigger can can we stop for a second and mm-hmm. say that there are parts in this that we both which legitimately went oh that like I don't think either of us jumped but something would happen we go oh that's scary like yeah. we would go say like oh like that's about it it yeah. is but I think for like a kid some of those would have would have scared me well what's me. interesting I, I feel like maybe this podcast is revealing that I was just a chicken well kid. <laughs> and that's what I was going to say I have a couple friends on Facebook who have children who are relatively young like toddler age. And I know one person in particular that I'm thinking of, she wrote that her son is just watching it over and over again. So he's really enjoying it. So I think, again, I think it depends. I think if you're young... You might not pick up on certain things that then maybe you would when you're older. I don't know, but it seems... It's not even pick up on things. It was things that, like... Some of them happen quick. It was a little bit of special effects that kind of made me go, oh, I don't like that. But But it seems, from what I've heard, that children and adults alike are enjoying this movie. Yeah. Uh, But I just wrote here, too, I love the Muppet ghost. So they're just a a generic white ghost that's kind of throughout this. and But they're Muppified because they have a face like a Muppet and then they've got hands that look like mickey like gloved hands right and then you the know what i bet those are fabric. i bet those are just gloves and then they put oh their, their actual hands maybe. in them I don't yeah know. maybe i, I don't know i'd be interested were... muppets tend to have one of two hands they have like the actual like glove hands so you can get finger articulation mm-hmm. or they have like the stick that just yeah that. and I mean, I, i'm not sure which one it was but i am obsessed with them and kind of want to make my own ghosts that look like them for our halloween decorations um do we want to i think I, I, i'm hesitant to think about how we discuss this because 
you could do the plot, which I think you could, we could kind of generally hit the big beats. The jokes are what I'm here for, like what I would want to watch. So I don't want to ruin a lot of those. Yeah, but like I didn't the write design a lot of the and jokes, stuff. But yeah, I did let's, write things we liked, things yeah. that I thought was cute. Let's hit the big beats. It okay. starts off with Gonzo and, well, as you pointed out, as you liked it, it starts out with Dr. Teeth singing, singing Dancing, Dancing in the, in the moonlight. moonlight. And it's now my new favorite version of the it's song. Really good. It's really And it comes back at the end in the credits. They're all singing it. And it's Gonzo and Pepe the Prawn in a limo Pepe going... the King The Prawn. King Prawn, pardon me. Going mm-hmm. to a, uh, what what they think is like, he's been invited to a, a party, uh, to the mansion, to the haunted mansion. Yes, and essentially there is... Uh, magician that the great MacGuffin, yes, which is funny because a MacGuffin is a the the thing the the thing that moves the plot along. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Yeah, and so Gonzo has admired this magician, and he disappeared in this mansion a mm-hmm. hundred years ago on this night. So uh, there, we find out that the Muppets, Kermit and Miss Piggy, are hosting a Halloween party. It's apparently something they do every year. And this year, Gonzo and Pepe are not going to it because they're going to the mansion instead. Right. Now, it is weird to see Muppets with cell phones. Oh, that just didn't because, bother me at all. Well, it didn't bother me. It was just like a weird thing. Yeah. But it makes sense because they're modern day Muppets now. But I'm not my Muppets from well, when I was younger. They, I think Muppets always feel antiquated. Like they came out in the 70s, but they were doing like vaudeville back then. Yeah. Like, even now they do this kind of borscht belt like jokey thing that mm-hmm. feels antiquated. But they all like I don't like when they really up the Muppets like. To me, a Muppet should have a, an iPhone, but they should be kind of bad at it. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so it opens with that. And can I ask you a real quick question? How do you feel about it? The the new duo being Gonzo and Pepe, and no so longer Gonzo first, and Rizzo. I was a little bummed because I would have really liked Rizzo, but I actually really like Pepe by the end. I feel like that's your era of Muppets is the Muppet Christmas Carol, Muppet Treasure 100%, Island, like yeah. Gonzo and Rizzo, mm-hmm. and mine is the uh, the great. Like, I was really raised on The Muppet Show. My parents used to tape it. The and Muppet show, it Show, to but me. then also we watched. Um, the original, The Muppet Movie. The Muppet Movie, yeah. yeah. That I feel like was one for you. That was one I watched as a kid, but not one that I watched as much as I watched Christmas Carol right, and right, Treasure right, right. Island. Yeah. I saw Muppet Treasure Island like three times in theaters. My friends, it was like there was this weird period of, of high school where I didn't do. I didn't smoke marijuana, yeah. but you would think by the movies we laughed and how stupid we would watch and be like, this is so f-. like, well, they would- were funny, but, but we did it in such a way that was like, like, la- like it literally people, but I think there was a point where someone's parents like call our parents was like, I think they're all high. And we had to be like, no, we're not. This is just, we would watch Wallace and Gromit at like 11, 12 yeah. at night and be like, yeah, well, like we'd watch this weird, like stoner stuff like mm. this and laugh like that. And we like spent our money going to see Muppet Treasure Island and like being like, this is the best movie it ever. Is, it is very good. Uh, but I like that Kermit is dressed as Miss Piggy and Miss mm-hmm. Piggy is dressed as Kermit for Halloween. That's kind of a fun thing. And that's the other thing that I find interesting about this is Kermit and Miss Piggy are not the main focus. Like, the main characters who you think they might be aren't. Like, the star is really Gonzo and Pepe. I mean, it's their story, and it follows them. So, uh, 
I find that kind of interesting. I knew that was the case because, again, I'm going to give another shout out to Carly Wiesel's podcast. She has Miss Piggy. She has a very special guest. Mm -hmm. Miss Piggy comes on for 10 minutes and she asks, who is the star? And Miss Piggy, of course, feels she should be the star and is the star, but it's really gone. Well, there's a lot of bits (laughs) as they go through that are like, we should have had a bigger part. I can't believe this is our only part in this. Uh Uh-huh. So so Uh, they go in and they meet uh, Will Arnett. Yes. I don't know if we want to give away all the cameos if they're surprises, but Will Arnett there's, is... There's three I think we should give. The first one is they go and they see the Gravedigger. Yes. And I don't even remember that actor's name. I, I don't, think but it's I someone from him. Glee. Maybe, but I thought he was really good. I really liked him a lot. And I liked that song yeah. that goes into... It Grim, goes Green into Grim, Green, and Ghosts, but it starts out as its own song. And it's... But all the lyrics are the tombstones, if you remember going through the line... And the like, here lies Fred, a rock fell on his head and stuff yeah, like that, which and, I used to think was so funny And as a it's kid. super, super fun to hear the backstories and also you see ghosts, which are all cameos, which I'd yes. rather not give those away. Well, because some of them go by so fast, you're like, here, uh, this will be a, a quote unquote spoiler. Uh, they go by so fast, don't worry, because at the end, they do a whole bunch of like, credit stuff that shows you who they are not just showing the credits but they're like dancing with the muppets and stuff Mm -hmm. so you'll see them yes if you miss them along the way but Mm -hmm. it's really good and it reminded me of a really inappropriate skit that we probably can't put on the facebook page (laughs) no absolutely not but uh for our adult listeners the saturday night live sketch uh chance the rapper chance the rapper does one in a graveyard it's really good and we really like it so look it up if you're curious about it (laughs) um uh then they meet Will Arnett, and he plays the ghost your host. host. Yes. Your go- like, they take literal lines right out yeah, of the ride. Yeah, which I really like them. a lot. And going into the details, in the stretching room, you know, the portraits are all Muppets, but obviously look like the portraits in the original. Yes. And the, the gargoyle we were talking about looks like Animal. Yes, the light sconces. All, uh, there's all, all the- You're going to watch it a second time looking for details. Yes, like, I want to go back and rewatch it. A, because it was fun, but also because there are so many little details. And I think that's what Muppets Muppets movies do really well, is they really hone in on all those little details. And when it's something like Haunted Mansion that's so mm-hmm. beloved by everyone, they took it to the next level, making right. it Muppified, which like, I think is really cool. The one thing is to look for all the Haunted Mansion... Um, characters. Characters or or, or uh, references. Yeah. And then you find them and then you go, oh, oh, like look how they've done this one thing yeah. to make it different. Uh, do we want to say who Madame Leota is? Uh, I mean. We don't have to. No, let's. Okay. I think her so room's enjoy, a lot of fun. I, I like, enjoy that part with the Muppet that is Madame Leota. I think the part where so he says something about like hat, fat, rat. She says, do you rhyme something with bat? And he goes, fat, hat, rat, fat. And then there's a fat rat with a hat. He's like, I prefer husky. Like, yeah, yeah. Really dumb so jokes like, like that. that. Also, um, for this might, be, I want to say this because not everyone might not know this, but there is a woman who polishes Madame Leota. Yes. Um, uh, the Muppet who's playing Madame Leota. And it is the daughter of the original Madame Leota. Kim Irvine, Irvine or Irvine. Irvine, let's say Irvine. Kim Irvine, she is the daughter. So the original Madame Leota was Leo was uh, Leota Tombs, and that can't be right. Was it Leota Tombs? Was her name Tombs? Leota. So it was an Imagineer. <laughs> I have to double check that. I might have written my notes wrong. And uh, Do you the want voice. Me to look it up? 
Well, that's fine. Okay. The voice was Eleanor Audley, who is Lady Tremaine and Maleficent. Mm-hmm. And then when they did a, uh, a Christmas overlay for The Nightmare Before Christmas, they used Kim Irvine, who is... Which was her daughter. The daughter of the original uh, Leota. And they used her in, in there. And I think I don't know who the other voice was in the new one. But I just think that's so cool. They still use her. So then she's also in this. In this, which is really cool. And, like, she comes over. They're, they're like, she's like, polish me, polish me. And she polishes her and, like, looks straight down the barrel of the camera and, like, rolls her. Like, yeah, it's, it's so really good. good. <laughs> uh, I like that uh, we see Kermit later on. He has a mustache. So I'll just say that much. But I like him with a little mustache. There's a big scene in the, like, dining room. Where the with, ghosts dance, the ballroom yes. kind of dancing ghosts. And I want to bring up a joke there because they have two Muppets dancing and they tell a joke. And if you watch the first season of The Muppet Show, that was a big running gag in every episode is they'd have the scene, where they'd have a skit where it's a bunch of Muppets dancing ballroom style and they're telling just, you know, two person jokes mm-hmm. like, blah, 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 ha, ha, ha. You know, like, and they just, it was. And the... they do that kind of a couple times, but definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. once they focus Every on Every Muppet is in this movie. It's really it's great. insane. And then it's... we get to see Waldorf and, um, Waldorf. Statler and Waldorf. Statler and Waldorf. Who I you wanted to call, so... you keep wanting to call Marley, Marley and Marley. Uh, but yeah, so we get to see them and they're really great. Uh, they're in a doom buggy. Because yeah, they're as if they're going through the ride of the Haunted yes. Mansion. And so there's some jokes about that as well, which are really good. And, and then they start uh, another song. So there's another big song in this next section. Of that the resolves to like a ghostly version of the Muppet Show theme. Yes. Yeah. It's very cool. The song, like, I think it was very smartly done the way that they connected everything. And then uh, we go into how nothing scares Gonzo and us. If you're a Muppet fan, you know that Gonzo's for the thrill, right? He's mm-hmm. the great Gonzo, so he's always doing these big stunts, these kind of scary things, mm-hmm. and he's never scared. And so that's kind of the focus of this whole next section of well, the film. Well, there's two sections, because there's Will Arnett yes. takes Gonzo to go face his fear, mm-hmm. and Taraji P. Henson, who has been the bane of my Facebook existence <laughs> for a while, because I would start typing in Tara to get to her page, and for some reason, for like... A few years in, like, our, our very early relationship, yeah. it would always go, did you, it would, like, autocorrect to Taraji P. Henson. Yeah. Who, I was like, no, I don't want to go to the Taraji P. Henson Facebook, Facebook page. page. Yeah, Please yeah, stop. Yeah. It was just for the longest time. But she plays Constant Hatchaway, that version of the bride. And she's wooing Pepe. She's trying to get Pepe to be her yes. sixth husband, we And find she's out. got a heart, like, that keeps... Keeps uh, glowing. Uh, glowing, like that, um... She yeah she takes him upstairs. Her eyes are very intense. So she's you know a dark skinned actress, and she's got kind of some dark eye makeup to look make her look a little sinister. And they keep doing an effect where they make her eyes glow red. But it's not all the time. It's not all the time, but because of I think her eye makeup, and they make it look dark. Like it's that's one of the things that like I was like oh that would have scared me when I was a kid. But yeah, I really liked what they did with that, and you can see how she's kind of hypnotizing Pepe and getting him under her spell. And so basically it just keeps cutting back and forth. And again, we don't want to go into too much detail because I think you should just watch it. She's got her five, she's got her five husbands up there. Yes, which I really like. They're, they're all like making jokes and talking about how she killed them and you know, what their demise was along the way. One of them's Walter, who was like the 
the new big Muppet in the Muppets, like the one that came out a little while ago, mm. which you haven't seen, right? I haven't seen that you one. You should no. see that one. And then the sequel is like a Tina Fey movie, so we should see. I haven't seen it, yeah. but we see both of them. And so there's another song here. She sings a song in. Oh, right, in right, right, this. right. Yeah, so that's another song that happens. And I wrote with the ghost husbands. Uh, and then this is where Gonzo, he faces his fears, he realizes what they are. But I will say there is. A moment where they show Gonzo getting older, old, older, and it's horrifying. It is very a horrifying version of an older Gonzo. So it's like his nose has like shriveled up, so it looks like like a radish, and root. he's got like these very thin white feathers for hair. Yes, uh, it's, it's really creative, but it is really creepy, which yes. is the point. Uh, but that happens as well. I, you really liked, there's a fern monster that comes there's, about a yes. couple times in the movie. They keep going by this fern. It's got like one eye and then the fern is its teeth. Yeah. And that's one of the things, you and I have talked about this, I think recently, where I like monsters. Like yes. I like, that's the kind of like, but I like the Muppet monster or the mm-hmm. Monsters Inc. monster where it's like, yeah. ah, one eye and a horn and, and they're, wings, you know, weird stuff. And that's the kind of. A one-eyed, one-horned, mm. flying purple people eater. Yeah, I started. Maybe heading in that direction i was hoping you wouldn't pick it up um but like the bush monster i think does that where yes. it's like it looks like a bush and it's like yeah. it's got big teeth. there are a couple other monster type things in this but i don't want to say when they are or what they are because they're kind of spoilers or it's a moment that it'll catch you so Can, i but i think there were a couple other monsters you liked that yes. i don't necessarily want to say i want to talk about one because he's not really he's in the background of like a scene okay, yeah that's but fine. i want to talk about this because i think he's my favorite underrated muppet because he's a newer muppet mm-hmm. he was on a show did you ever see muppets tonight i think so it was like an updated uh Muppet show that was. Uh, I feel like I saw maybe I saw a little bit. Yes. I don't think I watched. There's a character a called bunch Carl the Big Mean, whatever. Mm-hmm. And the one I remember him from was like somebody cue Carl the Big Mean bagpipe eater, and he walks out and he's got a pair of bagpipes. Like, hi, I'm Carl, and I'm going to eat these bagpipes. <laughs> and he just eats the bagpipes. He goes burp, but it's like a bagpipe noise yeah. under it. And he's like ta da, and that's the whole thing. <laughs> And I will post it. It's one of my favorites. So anytime I see Carl, I'm but like, But he was yes! in it, yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. I'm like, it's Carl. Yeah, there are a lot of good cameos in this, for sure. And uh, Gonzo faces his fears. They get out in the nick of time. They have to get out by sunrise. And in the end, they FaceTime Kermit. Kermit has a Halloween breakfast the next day. And so they want to make sure that he's getting a Halloween breakfast. And he's like, oh, you can invite your friends. And Gonzo's like, what friends? And they look and they realize that the ghosts oh, yeah, have the followed them home. Oh, and then we get one last another ca- thing from the ride. And then we get one last cameo from your favorite character, which is the screaming goat. Oh my gosh, there's that, this goat that keeps showing up and screaming, showing up and screaming, and it is kind of horrifying. He's got like this weird eye where it's like yeah. a, it's a, it's not a dot pupil; it's like a rectangle yeah and then yeah he's so weird and then i also liked what did you say it was drop dead ted no oh, dead it's like dead drop that's drop dead it's Fred. like I'm old switching names. yeah it's old ted and there's like old old tom very old tom and dead tom yes. from uh muppet, muppet treasure, treasure island. island and very old tom and dead tom are back and they keep jumping in whenever there's like a dramatic thing whenever like, it's supposed to go dun 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 but they, they can never get it, it right and it's a bit that happens throughout and that's one of I wanted to share that one because that's one of my favorite things about the Muppets is they don't 
let a joke go. Oh, they love right? running They gags. love running gags. They love to like drag it out as far as possible. And it just gets funnier and funnier. And that is one of many examples. There's a bunch of examples in this movie that do that. But I think that's one of them that I, I really want to liked. talk real quick about my favorite character. I don't want to say too much. But there is a French fish <laughs> in this. Towards the end. Yeah, it's towards the end, so don't be like looking for it. Yeah. But when it comes up, it is one of the weirdest jokes, but I was like f- like really laughing yeah, at it. Yeah, yeah. So it was so it was, I think it was because they wrote a scene that was very sincere and, and they're just like we got to make this a little more silly because it's a Muppet movie. Mm-hmm. Um what what else do we want to talk about? Like I I I I, I don't want to say too more because I think you're right. I think I we think should just you, yeah, point people to, at this. You need to go in and experience it on your own, especially if you are a Muppet lover. If you're a Haunted Mansion lover, mm-hmm. I think you'll also appreciate it for how much detail and how much they were dedicated to connecting the ride so it felt like you yeah. were in the world of the ride, but through the eyes of Muppets, yeah, if that I think, makes sense. I think on its own, I honestly, if I'm being really honest... It's not like the best piece of media I've ever seen, but it's such a love letter to these two properties that team up so well together. I was thinking about that because I was making fun of the Muppets always have these kind of like vaudevillian jokes. And then like, so's the Haunted Mansion because those jokes on the like tombstones are so Mm -hmm. stupid old timey jokes. Yeah. But of course this worked well together. Yeah. It pairs very well together and it just made me feel good. Like I, I almost would just go back and put it back on right now after we're done. I'll be honest. I think I'm going to, we're going to watch mystic Manor after this because I think you should see it and we're not going to get out there, but guys, uh, check this one out. Do we have anything else we want to say? No, just go watch it. Yeah. A little on Disney plus. Yeah. You know, you know, it's November, but go out and give it a little extension of your, of your Halloween holidays. Um, as always, remember to rate, review, subscribe, and tell a friend about our little podcast. But uh, we will see you later with some, I, we promise, non-Halloween content coming up. However, we do want to hear from you. So let's hear your Haunted Mansion stories yes. and or Muppet stories for Absolutely. that Absolutely. Let's know your favorite Muppet is, your favorite ghost is. But uh, until next time, we'll see you around. All right. Take care, listeners. Thanks for listening, Scary Tale friends. Don't forget to send us an email at trprincessdiaries at gmail.com or tweet to us at trpdiaries. Search for Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries on Facebook to join in the fun. Or call our super easy to remember phone number, 707-YO-TRPD-1. That's 707-968-7731. Remember to give us a five-star, I mean star, review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Creep it real! <laughs>